0: You are listening to Bots and Panels, a podcast dedicated to reviewing IDW's newest Transformers comic series simply entitled Transformers. I am your host, Jesse, and this is episode two, and in this episode we will be reviewing issue number two. Uh, So if you didn't listen to episode one, uh, I'm not actually reading the physical version of the comic, I'm actually reading the digital version uh, on Comixology on my... uh, HD, Kindle Fire, uh, the 10-inch version. Uh, the 10-inch version, by the way, is pretty ideal for uh, a comic. Um, it's not quite exactly the same size as a comic book, uh, but overall it's it's relatively close. Um, so you can read it either full page at a time or you can zoom in to uh, a panel and kind of read it panel by panel. I've done both. I think I actually prefer the full page just so you can kind of get the, the full context of everything. Um, as you're as you're reading, but so that's why I prefer to read it. So, anyways, uh, on to uh, issue two here. And actually, let me take a little step back before I get to issue two. Uh, if you have listened to uh, episode one, um, I've I've got the the podcast up on iaconmedia so you can go there, check it out. Uh, but if you happen to listen to this on Anchor through the Anchor app on your uh, smartphone. Uh, give me a shout out, leave some feedback on the Anchor uh, app. Um, I'm actually looking to include uh, some listener feedback inside future episodes. So I'd really like to hear your thoughts on issue two. Um, So if you have any thoughts you'd like to share, go ahead and leave a comment. And again, if you use the Anchor app on your smartphone, you're able to leave an audio comment that I can then include in the next episode of this podcast. So, Let me know your thoughts on Issue 2, and I'll include those in the next episode in which I'll be reviewing uh, Issue 3. So again, uh, head on over to your local app store, uh, whether it's iOS or the Google Play Store, look for the Anchor app, download it, um, look up the Bots and Panels podcast, and go ahead and leave me some feedback on uh, Issue 2, because I'd really like to hear what everyone else kind of thinks about the, the series so far. Um, additionally, if you'd like to subscribe to the podcast, you can do that on most major platforms now. So the podcast is now out there on, um, Apple iTunes. It's out there on Google play, go out there, find it, subscribe, um, and give me some likes and thumbs up. So, okay. So on to my review for issue two, so I can sum this up pretty succinctly in that, if you thought Issue 1 didn't have much of a plot, Issue 2, I feel, has even less of a plot. Uh Now, if you had listened to Episode 1 of this podcast, I did say that Issue 1 had... um How did I describe it? It sort of had... It planted seeds to uh, storylines that I would be interested in learning about. Storylines that I'd be interested in seeing play out in, in this particular series. I was hoping that by uh, issue two we'd see a little bit more meat to this story. But I'm afraid the little tidbits uh, of the plot that we do have here, very, very, very thin. We're, like I said, we're now two issues in, and it's barely keeping my interest. So I don't know if I'm going to stick it out till the very end of this series. I'm going to keep reading it, but we'll just kind of see how, how things go. So, before we actually get into the story here, um, again, I'm looking at the digital version of the comic. Uh, One thing they did include, which I do like, is a page that says, story so far. So, it essentially kind of sums up the entire issue one in, let's see, it's three, six panels. Essentially sums up the entire, what was the first issue, 34, 37 pages? Into six panels. (laughs) I mean, if that doesn't tell you that there's essentially almost no story uh, in issue one, I don't know what does. So, just kind of recap, we're introduced to a new character. His name is Rubble. Uh, He is uh, kind of taking a trek across Cybertron with uh, Bumblebee. And uh, they're looking for Brainstorm. In the meantime, uh, Megatron meets with Orion Pax, uh, to talk about a rally that's coming up for the Ascenticons. And that's pretty much it. So this issue kicks off with, again, we're looking at the character Rubble. He takes up an entire the entire first page of the story here. And it, that's essentially made up of five panels. And at this point, I really don't care about this character. Um, so much so that to dedicate five panels to him, I feel like it's just a complete waste of a page. Our our second page here, uh, we do see some more familiar faces. So for example, we're looking at Prowl here and we've got Chromia as well, Uh, which by the way, on this digital version of the comic, we have a, um, it's called Cover A. We've got Chromia on there and the artwork that's on the cover, absolutely fantastic. When you compare the Chromia um, artwork there with what we get on the, well, even on like the character page, the persona page, but also on page two here, and essentially the the title uh, page for the comic. The artwork just does not at all, is like not at all on the same level. It's just pretty bad in my opinion. Um, So as we keep going here, uh, essentially uh, Bumblebee and Rubble head back off, continue their trek. They're now seeking out Wheeljack, Essentially, what we found out was that Brainstorm, who I thought had just been attacked and was potentially damaged or whatever in issue one, yeah, well, he's actually dead now. (laughs) And while there is some communication between uh, Chromia uh, and Orion Pax about this entire thing, it's just kind of blown off. Like, okay, Brainstorm's dead, but eh, okay. (laughs) They don't really seem all that... uh, at a loss, I guess it's like he seemed almost expendable and which doesn't really make much sense to me, but that's kind of how it played out. Um, So going back to the Bumblebee and Rubble storylines, so Bumblebee and Rubble are seeking out Wheeljack. And essentially this is where we kind of are passed off or the Rubble character is passed off. And again, the, in my opinion, the audience is meant to kind of relate to this rebel character, and he's kind of passed off to Wheeljack, who kind of gives him the the lowdown, the the rundown of what it is that he does as a uh, construction engineer on on Cybertron, and they he's kind of introducing Bumblebee and uh, uh, Rubble to this moon thing that they created, which essentially will go out through uh, the galaxy to harvest um, energon that's kind of out there um, to essentially supply the transformers with an unlimited um, supply of energon. the question for me is, okay, that's an interesting idea, but why go through all this trouble of trying to track down or creating, um, you know, creating technology to harvest energon? Like, why not see if you can find a new power source? Um, but that's just me. So anyways, uh, Bumblebee essentially leaves Rubble with Wheeljack. And at that point, Wheeljack is really just plain uh, babysitter. There's one whole page where essentially each of the different panels is Rubble uh, doing different tasks. And you see him screwing up. You see him doing good in some things. But essentially, it's it's really just keeping him busy. Uh, Wheeljack is really just there to, like I said, play Babysitter. So anyways, Bumblebee comes back and the moon uh, harvester thing is about ready to leave the uh, Cybertron atmosphere to head out into space. So Bumblebee and Rubble decide to head up to, uh, I guess, the nearest rooftop uh, and watch the thing launch. Meanwhile, at Tarn, which is where uh, the Ascenticon rally is going to happen... Uh, we see Megatron kind of start his his speech, where in which he's talking to the Ascentecons. And as he starts giving his speech, all of a sudden there's some sort of attack on uh, him and Soundwave, who are kind of up on, um, I guess it's almost a stage, so it's, it's at least a raised platform. And essentially that really pisses him off, and he's, he's wanting to know, you know who's doing this, what's going on. So there's actually a panel that really kind of made me laugh in which he's kind of like hulking out, kind of raging out. And he's like smashing through the walls at this point. And that's kind of the end of the issue. It just kind of dies right there. It's like, oh, and I'll actually read what Megatron says here. Gone, gone. But there will be an answer for this. I will have an answer. And then it says, to be continued. So really from my opinion uh, Orion Pax really had no no reason to be concerned about this rally because in what Megatron was saying it didn't really you know rile anyone up like there is a ch- a crowd that's chanting yes to some of the things that he's saying but we got one panel of that like they're not really uh, at least from what I'm seeing here kind of like rallying behind him in any grand way uh, and then he's attacked up on this raised platform, the stage area. And we don't know who that is. Uh, We don't know if it's a a, a fellow Ascenticon. We don't know. You know, we don't know. Um, Because at this point, we we don't have the Decepticons. It could be an Autobot, but we have no idea. Um, And the story, like I said, just kind of ends there. Uh, Overall, very, very weak story. And I was hoping, like I said, from going from issue one to issue two, Issue one had some seeds planted for some interesting storylines and ideas. I was hoping some of that would start to get fleshed out here in episode, sorry, in episode. In issue two, it's just not there. The story is just dragging on way too slow. Uh, I'm someone who, let's take like a Netflix series, for example. Uh, it's It may be like, it'll say just like a brand new series. I'll give it a, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a go but you've got very minimal time to hook me and i'm talking i'm talking minutes within the very first episode if i'm not hooked at that point i'm not going to continue watching that series regardless of of how good the series may or may not be if you don't hook me right then and there i'm just going to just pass it on by and continue on to the next thing and i feel at this point in issue 2 I'm just not hooked at all on on where this story may or may not be going. It may go in fantastic places. It may go in places that I think are really uh, interesting. Uh, in fact, I like I said from those those seeds that were kind of planted in issue one, I think there could be some very interesting stuff that's essentially happening with happening with the Ascenticons because we have the Autobots, we have the Ascenticons. There's a number of different factions that are on Cybertron. But from what I can tell, we don't have the "quote unquote" Decepticons yet, so I think I think there's a lot of interesting stuff that could kind of play out around these different factions on Cybertron. I just feel like the story is just playing out way too slow at this point. And this rebel character, again, he's he's supposed to be how we as the reader are kind of pulled into the story. It's just not happening for me at this point. Um, So one thing, I'm glad that this is not a weekly uh, series. Um, This is bi-weekly. So I really only have to read two issues a month. But I'm I'm hoping by issue three, if things are not picking up, I really don't know if I can stick with this. Uh, I may end up changing this podcast into something else. Uh, It it will definitely be a a comic-related podcast. But if, I, if they can't keep me hooked by issue three, I'm afraid I may have to jump ship here. But again, we'll see how it plays out. Uh, so those are my thoughts on issue number two. Uh, again, if you are listening to this and you wanna give me your feedback on issue two, please download the Anchor app, um, search for the Bots and Panels podcast on there, and go ahead and leave me a message, leave me some feedback, Give me your thoughts on uh, issue two here, and I will include those in episode three. All right, so that is it. Those are my thoughts. So till next time, this is Jesse signing off.